0: Put your paws up, because you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfugi, and what's up? Hope y'all are having a great week. We have a very, very Jersey Heavy episode coming at you. Uh, it's really, really fun. You're going to feel like you're talking with every single Jersey actor, character from a mob movie or TV show you've ever seen for the next hour. Uh, so it's really, really fun. Um, my guest this week is Alex Corrado, and he's been on a bunch of TV shows, most recently Gotham. I met him um, when he was performing as one of the bodyguards in Bodyguard the Musical with Deborah Cox on Broadway and touring. Uh, But it's just so fun. He's originally from Jersey. He's an actor. He's great. But he tells an awesome story of... Going to medical school in Italy and um we talk the Jersey Shore, we talk the Sopranos, we tell Don Rickles and Sinatra stories. Um he talks about being friends with Snooki and Jay Waz Plastic Surgeon. Um just all the things. He gives really good relationship and marriage advice, actually. Uh, so it's really cool and exciting. I think you guys are going to love it. Uh, yeah, I did say Jersey Shore. It's back on again, meatballs. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I call my listeners meatballs, just as a heads up. Um, and, yeah, the first episode of Jersey Shore aired last week. I, I'm i not going to lie. This is my biggest guilty pleasure now. I, I fell off the Jersey Shore wagon. I wasn't into it. I was just kind of like, no, it's it, they've jumped the shark. It's cheesy. No way. And then I sat down. I... Binged watched the whole season in Miami and now they're back and they're in Vegas. I effing love Vegas. I don't know about you guys. I just there's something about being able to go out to these awesome restaurants and gamble and dance and fist pump and do all the things. It's like tailor made for these Jersey Shore people. So I have a feeling it's gonna be a very entertaining season. Um, how cute is Ronnie's baby? Holy shit. Who knew Ronnie would be such a pretty girl, right? Um, I feel bad for him, though. He's going through a lot. Not that, you know, it takes two to tango. So, again, I'm not totally just, like, letting Ronnie off the hook. But I just want to see him happy, right? He just seems so down. He needs to take some advice from Polly D and Vinny. God, they're fun. I feel like you can't have a bad day when you're hanging out with Polly D and Vinny, right? They're great. I, um, last night I saw, I live right by Hyde on Sunset in Los Angeles and I saw a bunch of people posting that Polly D was there and I almost dragged my f- comedian friend, Lori Douglas, we were going to do open mics and I was like, we gotta go, we gotta go meet Polly D, let's do it. And then I realized I'm not 21 anymore and it, it's like weird for me to just walk into Hyde on a Tuesday or maybe not, maybe, you know what? I should be living my best life and uh, say, fuck it, who cares? Right? But I got really excited that they're in LA and now it's my mission. I'm stalking Polly D. I'm stalking all the other Jersey Shore people. If you are listening and you know them, please send them my way. Email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. Cause I don't know, I think it'd be really cool to have them on the show. Don't you guys? I think it would be great. Anyway, I'm really excited for. The next season. Um, I also just did a great podcast that's being released today. Uh, so once you're done listening to this, head over to Pretty Funny Women podcast. Uh, Lisa Sunstat and I podcast together and she's been on What's Her Jersey before and she's also just a real inspiration and has started so many female comedy careers and not even comedy careers just certain acting careers and just really gives confidence to a lot of women and helps them find their voice and teaches you just how to write a joke um and so i started with her six years ago which is pretty crazy uh So yeah, listen to the Pretty Funny Women podcast. We tell some really cool stories. Um, I talk about, and I didn't realize this because I've talked uh, the past few weeks about getting more in touch with my passion, which is acting and um, jumping back into that. I didn't realize that we talked about how when I was younger, I don't know if any of you used to do this pre-Google, pre-being able to look up anything you could possibly imagine online. um, I used to sit in front of the TV and transcribe episodes of friends and write it all out write out the scripts and print it out and force i was hostess saying at a family italian restaurant it was my first job and i would force the waiters who were all like in their 20s and 30s to act out scenes from friends with me and i totally didn't realize that and then i didn't realize i don't know if any of you guys did this like, make your friends act out scenes and plan movies and stuff when you're a little kid. I used to because I'm obsessed with the Video Music Awards. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that, the MTV Video Music Awards. Um, not really obsessed with them now. I'm obsessed with them in, like, 1998 through 2005. Um... I used to make my friends reenact like performances and also like the movie awards reenact scenes. And I would cut together a whole movie award video thing. Um, so that episode of pretty funny woman, we talk about how what you do as a child and like what really makes you happy tends to translate into your adult life and your career. And it was cool to just kind of like go back and be like, huh? Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I am doing what I've always loved to do, you know? Um, So yeah, go check out the Pretty Funny Women podcast. I always like to shout out other podcasts every week that I think you guys would love and really enjoy listening to. Um, Also, I was in a wedding this weekend. Pretty cool because I had Tyler Chase of Tyler Chase Photography on the podcast maybe two months ago. We had just gotten back from her bachelorette party. And the wedding finally happened in Malibu. It was like the perfect... She looked like a Barbie doll. It literally was like a Malibu Barbie wedding. Um, but what I want to recommend to you guys is like the perfect end of summer cocktail because their cocktails were so on point at this wedding and they were so cute. Um, her name's Ty. So they had a Mai Thai cocktail, which was really cool. Um, and then they also had this... And I don't really like ha- jalapeno, but it was awesome it was a pineapple jalapeno margarita which everyone loved and drank way too much of i was at one point probably double fisting that and aperol spritzes which you shouldn't combine but um everyone was on the aperol spritz train like literally i looked down the whole like bridal party table and it was like run one sparkly beverage that was bright red after another um But, yeah, it was just really fun, and it was a full moon, and it was cool because the wedding was overlooking the ocean. So, you know, like, it was just, it was so pretty and awesome, and, yeah, it was great. We danced our booties off. We had a good time, Um, and I got to be a bridesmaid. And the cool thing, future brides, if you're listening, the cool thing that the bride did, she let us pick out our dresses. She sent us a few options. And none of them had to be the same color. They were just all in the same color scheme. So everyone felt, like, really confident and cool in their outfits. I almost felt bad because my outfit, my dress, I'm definitely going to wear again. And I felt like it almost didn't look like a bridesmaid's dress. So, hey, thanks, Ty, for not making me look like I was wrapped in bubble wrap or, you know, just like a psycho walking down the aisle. Um so yeah, it was really cool, but I feel like I'm finally getting back to normal because it was a Sunday wedding and there was wedding festivity shit all weekend, not shit, but stuff. And so I'm finally getting over my hangover and it's now Wednesday. Um, anyway, guys, I, uh, before I get to my guests, I just want to say thank you to Care Of for sponsoring the podcast this week. If you guys are unfamiliar with Care of, it is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. How cool is that? I feel like I made a few people jealous at this wedding because I have amped up my vitamin intake thanks to Care of, and I had all these really cute packets with me all weekend. They were so easy to travel with on the packet it said hi Jacqueline and there was a quote um the one I'm looking at right now because I'm actually about to take my vitamins uh today's quote is my favorite thing is to go where I've never been Diane Arbus that's uh, some of them are usually funny that one's not that funny but um Yeah, it's really cool. My pack, apparently, I need uh, to support my heart health more with S. I can't even say this word, but it's the Coral King vitamin. Um, I got some magnesium in there to relieve occasional sleeplessness. Yes, I definitely need that. Vitamin D. uh, I have Ashwang. I can't pronounce that either. It's the chill pill. That's probably the most important one for me because I definitely need to chill. Then there's a probiotic blend pill in my pack called the harmonious gut and i have a b complex for the busy bees it supports the nervous system yeah this could not be more personalized to my body my personality my mind my soul all the things so i i love taking the quiz too the online quiz is so fun it asks you it's so easy it asks you about your diet your health goals and your lifestyle choices and it only takes like five minutes so you could do it if you're you know a stay-at-home mom a busy mom working like if you're on the go and you're running in between like fitness classes and work and whatever it's so fast you can do it when you're sitting on the subway or in traffic although I don't recommend being on your phone in traffic whatever no one's judging um it takes five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need you specifically and then Honestly, 90%, I didn't know this until I was reading up on it, 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. And when you take care of's quiz, you get the vitamins you need to get back on track and to actually reach your health goals. I've just noticed a lot of changes um, since I've started taking the packs of care of again. Um, I just feel better. Um, And your vitamins get delivered right to your door in a personalized, easy to remember daily pack. It's so good for a busy on-the-go lifestyle. And honestly, I don't know anyone who doesn't have a busy on-the-go lifestyle in 2018. Um, and another cool thing is... Is that you can track your progress with the care of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins so it 's like you 're getting like that big gold star at the end of the day when you actually take your vitamins so it 's fun to kind of like challenge yourself um, and the cool thing your monthly subscription box can easily be modified at any time, and some of the special things I like about the care of vitamins are that they 're vegan and vegetarian. Um, there's supplement options for those lifestyle choices to match your dietary needs and another thing for your new moms out there um care of offers pre and postnatal supplements with accompanying research to help mothers and babies alike stay their healthiest which is so important i have i think four new babies just this month in my life so i know a lot of you guys are either new moms or postnatal moms that are listening um And Kirov's delicious nutrient-packed quick stick powders can be added to your monthly delivery for an extra easy boost wherever you need it. Um, So I definitely just recommend this. It's really awesome. I totally believe in this brand. I have family members that have been ordering it since I was introduced to the brand a few months ago. Everyone is so happy and glowing, and I just think it's amazing. And guys... You get 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. All you have to do is visit takecareof.com and enter duh, Jersey again. For 25% off your monthly personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com. That's T A K E C A R E O F.com and enter promo code jersey that's capital j e r s e y it's so good they're so good i just want you guys to feel good and if you're gonna be a jersey meatball you gotta look the part you gotta look great you know gtl this adds to it so i definitely recommend you guys getting care of vitamins all right i've talked enough I caught up with you enough. Um, I'm so excited for my next guest. I said I was going to list all his credits, and then he started listing his credits and told a really fun story about John Corbett um, from Sex in the City. And he plays Aiden from Sex in the City. And so I didn't want to edit that part out because I wanted to leave that story. And he talks about being in a movie with him. But meatballs, enjoy. Alex Carrado.
1: The uh you know, Gotham obviously seventeen episodes is the penguins henchman Gabe. Yeah. Uh people love Dinner Rush. I have like a call follow- of foodies. People still stop me on the street. He anywhere. Really? They go, Dinner Rush is my favorite movie. It fell through the cracks. You know, it's with Daniel, has his son, sends him to chef school in Italy, comes back. He had an old like spaghetti meatball place and it becomes like the hot restaurant. It's called it, Dinner Rush? Dinner Rush. It's all about one night in a restaurant in New York, anyway. Great cast in that, like Sandra <laughs> Bernard.
0: Oh God. John
1: Corbett. <sighs> you know, uh Oh,
0: uh, for those of you listening, John Corbett uh was not Mr. Big, he was the other one that carried on the water. He was uh, the guy,
1: right. Actually are we on? we're on already? I'm just right recording now? it, yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> so um he came to New York, Corbett, and he's like He's like going to me. Oh, Fred! He was on Northern Exposure too, uh-huh. and he's like, "I don't have any money." I go, "Don't worry." I had a friend who had a limo company. Anyway, we could s- take him out in limos every night. He goes, "I love these. These are my Jersey boys, my Jersey Guidos," <laughs> and we go out with John Corbett and we like pick him up. He was staying in a hotel on Twenty Third Street. Yeah, we filmed in a rush in like uh, three weeks down in uh, Tribeca. You know, the uh, the restaurant is a real restaurant. It's called the Giginos.
0: Of course Three, it is. <laughs>
1: 323 Greenwich Street. It's owned by Bob Giraldi. Is, Bob is it Giraldi. still there? Still there. The director, Bob Giraldi, did one feature, Dinner uh-huh. Rush. That's it. But he owned uh, Spice Market. He was partners <gasps> with Phil Suarez.
0: I spent a New Year's with the family at Spice Market. Ah, very, very random. Ve-
1: oh, there you go. So <laughs> Spice Market, they owned... I was in uh, the
0: meatpacking district meatpacking. Right,
1: and they were partners with John George. So, <laughs> oh, okay. And they brought John George, and they also brought... The uh Gigino, Luigi Celentano, the chef that's in uh gigino's uh-huh. today still. And they have another one down at Wagner Park at the in Battery Park City. Oh okay. Another gigino's
0: I I need to go there.
1: I feel gotta, like- well we gotta you know we gotta hook you up. Let <laughs> me know. And uh
0: that's, um, for those of you, uh, that don't recognize that voice, which most of you will because he's been on like every single TV show that's on a network right now. Uh, I have the fabulous, awesomely talented Alex Carrado on the pod. We're bringing it back to Jersey today.
1: There you go. It's wonderful <laughs> to be here. It's, it's wonderful to explore my roots. I haven't been home in like a week, so.
0: Oh, good. So it's like, so we're <laughs> right. in WeHo right now. I am serving him gluten-free cauliflower pizza, which is my like.
1: My wife would be proud of that dish. <laughs>
0: It looks terrible.
1: It actually looks petrified. Yeah. <laughs> it should be in some, you know, museum of uh ancient history. It
0: really should be. It probably tastes okay. I it's heard the
1: pharaohs ate that pizza. <laughs>
0: um yeah we're bringing it back to jersey alex i'm so happy to have you here and also the listeners we call them meatballs so say hi to the meatballs
1: hello meatballs it's a pleasure to be here (laughs)
0: now right before we get into all things that are you and what your story is we're going to do a fire rapid question round
1: let's go just so
0: people can get into like what your preferences are all right uh first off do you like meatballs or bullionese
1: well, you know, I lived in Bologna, so I'm going to have to say Bolognese. I lived in Bologna for eight years, Whoa. so people don't know that about me. I either. don't know that. There you go. Oh. Well, actually, people don't know I'm a medical doctor. I have an MD degree. I went to medical school in Bologna, actually.
0: Oh, um, this okay. is a whole other, that's um, a whole
1: other uh, interview.
0: I, I mean, no, no, we can, we can talk about this. <laughs> There's no rules here. What, how did that happen?
1: <laughs> um, First trip to Italy, I was eight years old. I'm going to give you the two-minute version. My cousin was in medical school in Rome. First trip to Italy, we went to Italy for the whole summer, like three months. I just loved it. I thought he had the greatest gig. So I said, i got to figure this out. Went to NYU undergrad for two years. Then I wound up going to Bologna because it was uh, the oldest medical school in the world, actually. Established in 1088. And uh, anyway. uh
0: a year? 1088, <laughs>
1: right. You know? You weren't even a twinkle in your father's eye yet. No, but,
0: my father wasn't a twinkle no, in his he wasn't. grandfather's eye. <laughs> right. Grandfather? Oh, whatever. Keep going.
1: But um, no. So then I came back. I worked in Newark for six years as a physician, internist, internal medicine. And uh, never acted before. Uh-huh. But I knew I, I, my parents were movie buffs. They school us in the classics like years ago, even before video, let's say like if you wanted to see like Gone with the Wind or mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia, they'd have like these revivals in the city at Radio City. Mm-hmm. So you'd go see those classic movies. But then even on the Late Late Show is when they had the best movies on, yes. you know, whatever Sunset Boulevard, you know, Casablanca, mm-hmm. the African Queen, whatever. So my parents really were into movies. And they instilled that in me, my brother, and um,
0: brother. I love it.
1: We always used to act, you know, act out scenes and shit. Of course, The Godfather is still the Bible. You had a little bit of that in your act last night. I could totally relate. Trust me. (laughs)
0: I know. Alex came to my show last night. The Godfather line didn't get as big of a laugh as it normally does.
1: No, right. Well, <laughs> The you crowd know, was they, not into it. They're not into it. Any- <laughs> How about the people who've never seen The Godfather? I mean, like, oh. it's still to this day. Yeah, there's know? so
0: many people. I usually go into, like, if you're not familiar with The Godfather, there's a horse in a bed. Or who the fuck isn't familiar with The Godfather? And then, I, I don't that know. Usually- I mean, like,
1: every show today, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, shows like Billions, there's always, like, ten Godfather references. Oh, yeah. It's you know cl- what I'm saying? I mean, it's... God.
0: My grandfather was it's the, in bay the Godfather. Of life. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: Weren't they all?
0: I know, right?
1: <laughs> My grandfather had the first car in Hoboken. Actually, oh. you can check that out. But again, we, we weren't getting into all, all the details. I love yeah. it.
0: I'm wearing. Actually, Alex brought me a jersey shirt. He brought me a Hoboken T-shirt, guys.
1: Hoboken, baby. I feel like Sinatra. I should start
0: printing these.
1: Do you know that uh, a little? Uh, I'm I'm the king of useless information, but um, perfect. More soldiers left to go fight in Europe in World War I from Hoboken than any other port in the country. Why? Because they had all these this big shipping and all these big shipyards in Hoboken. Mm-hmm. And they just literally shipped them off to Europe to go fight in World War I. And the motto, and there are t shirt. I'm going to have to send you one of those. Mm-hmm. It's heaven, hell, or Hoboken. Meaning oh. they'd return, either or they'd be dead. I
0: like that.
1: Interesting. They eh? need to
0: bring. Is that for
1: a Jersey girl? You need that. I need that. You can you can incorporate <laughs> that into your act somehow.
0: Heaven, hell, or Hoboken. That's it. That's it. Okay. Goodfellas or The Godfather.
1: Godfather.
0: Oh yeah, duh. Okay, come Didn't on. Didn't even have to ask that question. Um, I, I do you watch any reality TV? <laughs>
1: uh, not really. <laughs> Thank no, God. it's just horrible. I mean, like. Jersey Shore just set us back two hundred years, <laughs> That's and the
0: next question. <laughs> you know, it's
1: like I mean, come on, it's a joke. Oh yeah, uh, but Jersey you know,
0: Shore or Real Housewives of New Jersey?
1: Wow, they both <laughs> suck in my book, but I, I, I'd have to take Jersey Shore because they're just so fucking retarded. <laughs> Whereas the housewives are trying. Too hard to be retarded.
0: I really feel that way. Whereas, really where like
1: the people in Jersey Shore, just they just don't know any better. They're just being. And and for the record, like most of them aren't from Jersey.
0: That's tr- a lot of Staten Island trash you know? on that show. And
1: like whatever Long Island, get into it.
0: <laughs> it's true, snooky. I, I yeah. Her she's a thing. I was supposed to co host her podcast uh like two months ago and it just didn't work out. But actually I though, hear she's actually really nice. I
1: do have a friend who's getting famous as their plastic surgeon, John Paul Tutella. Oh. You know?
0: Did he do some snooky work?
1: He he did a lot. He did all her work. Wow Jay Wow, so Got any they soup? used to, they used to say Jim uh gym tan laundry. Now they changed it to Jim Tutella laundry. <laughs> Look at you! Yeah, I still got something to say.
0: <laughs> All right, comedians: Seinfeld, Bill Burr, or Sebastian Maniscalco.
1: I'm sorry, but I'm a Seinfeld guy.
0: Oh, don't apologize. Yeah, no, for Seinfeld. Seinfeld.
1: You know, Seinfeld met Jackie Gleason. He said, "You have the greatest show on television." And ironically, though, I think Seinfeld is like one of the greatest comedic show on television. But the, the the original thirty-nine honeymooners—you can't beat either.
0: Oh yeah. That's People do
1: way. say I look like Jackie Gleason. actually. And yeah. away we go. But I'm pumped.
0: All right, we- we'll step it up a notch. Don Rickles or Jerry Seinfeld?
1: Wow, that's a tough. Now, come on, I I'm well. As far as pure physical comedy and everything, you have got to go with Rickles. Mm-hmm. And I actually I knew Rickles.
0: Oh, we need I- to hear everything.
1: <laughs> I knew Rickles. The guy, his handler. Tony O, Tony Mm Openisano, was with Sinatra, holding Sinatra's hand in Cedar sinai when Sinatra died. He, despite whatever else you may have heard, this is the truth. Okay. Tony O then left, obviously Sinatra was dead, and he went to work with Rickles, and he was with Rickles until he died. Anyway, every time they came to Atlantic City, Tony O would call me. I've hung out with him out here in LA too, Palm Springs. Anyway, they always hooked us up with Rickles. Really? You know, which is funny. Yeah, Rickles, come on. He
0: was my ultimate. That favorite.
1: entrance with the music. <laughs> There's that one, that one uh, clip, actually, from the Johnny Carson show. Mm-hmm. When Rickles is on, uh, when Sinatra's on and Rickles walks in. It's one of the best clips ever. It's
0: on YouTube. Yes. It's amazing.
1: Tell your people got to look that one up.
0: <laughs> We're telling you right now. Yes. It'll make your day better.
1: That's right. <laughs> Sinatra on Carson and Rickles comes out. It's like 1976 vintage Tonight Show. <gasps>
0: uh, look at you. Just Come drop on. I'm, knowledge for it. us. Mm, yeah, I you do. It. Okay. Game of Thrones or The Sopranos.
1: Wow. I'm, I'm going to say neither. How's that? Neither. I hate to tell you, I am not a Sopranos fan. I Why? lived it because I lived it. And now, and I have arguments with people out here, these L.A. people think, yeah. to keep telling me, my friend I'm staying with, Sopranos is the best show ever on television. I totally, it's a total farce. Now, maybe because I read for David Chase 11 times and never got a part, but You're I'm also thankful I didn't get a part. Why? You know, I. I just think. It it I'll say this, it didn't glorify the mob like other movies. No. You know, it wasn't a fantasy. The Godfather's a bit of a fantasy, whereas yeah. Goodfellas is a little more real. Uh, but it was just just too much bullshit. I mean Gandolfini carried the show. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, I hung out with him a couple of times. He's was, he was a bit of an introvert, you know, not much
0: drawn much more drawn in than what drawn
1: in. Always those people like that—they're in a crowd, but they're always like thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But always um, nice to me though. And my friend, me and my friend George Palermo was an actor from Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hung out with him a couple of times. But uh, did you
0: hang out with him in Atlantic City? We came to Feeny. No,
1: no, no. We hung out always in, in Manhattan. In Manhattan, it was usually at parties or even at some charity events. Yeah, or we'd see him even in a local bar. Let's say. Mm-hmm. you know
0: they were so the meatballs know this I went to Michael Imperioli's acting school in um, the city and it was like the it, last uh, two years the Dante, Studio Dante Theater
1: Dante yeah no I, come on yeah. I get around it was and in like what 29th street I'm gonna 29th say on the west 7th side
0: <laughs> yeah look wow guys yeah. um, so I have a different Perspective, because a lot of them, like Vince Caritola, the New York mob boss, got it right. Why well, know Vince teachers. very well?
1: Yeah, right. <gasps> you do. Well, well Vince was uh, a landscaper in Clipside Park. What? Well, yeah,
0: I didn't know that. He, he, loves had, to uh, golf. he had a
1: business with his father, but uh, he had Johnny Sack. If so. you
0: see him, tell him Jackie Johnny says hi.
1: Johnny Sack was waiting to play Johnny Sack his whole life. <laughs> he basically played that part. Yeah. You know, until he got the part.
0: That's so true.
1: Absolutely. Wow. Okay, so you we know? have to agree to. Nice agree. guy, though.
0: Great guy. Yeah. Great guy.
1: Great guy. I remember
0: he came into class and he had just quit smoking in real life uh-huh. and got the script that he was dying of lung cancer on the show like a week after he quit smoking, right. and he was like,
1: "Payback's a bitch."
0: Jesus. Do you know Drea De Mateo? She's my goals guest for the podcast.
1: Is that right? Oh, obsessed. Yeah, and no, I know right. she lives we'll, up the street. Right. We'll have to make that happen for you. <laughs> yes. We'll make actually. I was just with someone who said they're very tight with her. I forgot who was t- while well, I've been here. So. Oh, okay. Uh, we're we're going to get that to happen for you.
0: Yeah, if you get a chance, listen to her on Dean, comedian Dean Del Rey's podcast. And she tells great stories mm-hmm. also about growing up in the city. And right.
1: She- I think she still has her uh, rent control apartment in East no, Village. No, it burned down. Oh, it burned down, right? Yeah. She there talks was about that. I didn't yeah. know it. Okay, she talks right, about right. it. Right. Okay. <laughs> she
0: said David Chase was the first person to call her. When- he burnt it down. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> That's terrible. All right. You made it through the question, the Spitfire question round. Now, we have a section called Just Enough with Jacqueline. Okay. And that means we're going to talk just enough sports, so anyone listening... Can learn a little about sports. Basically. There you go.
1: I like that. Right. I like it.
0: It's great. I have a lot of no. I, I I
1: I guess you're a giant fan. I am. I'm a Jets fan. A Jets fan. I'm a Jet fan. Love Joe Willie. One of my first memories, and it's 50 years later this year, actually. Oh, really? So we got Sam Darnold, the young the young Buck here from California.
0: Oh, okay. Explain to the meatballs. 20-year-old. Who these people are? Because uh, all
1: okay. right, Joe Namath. Uh, Famous quarterback for the New York Jets. He was uh, a wonder kind. He was at Alabama with Bear Bryant. Mm -hmm. Um, He was the highest paid football player of his time. He got the contract. He came to the Jets in his third year. Uh, At the time, there was the NFL and then there was the upstart AFL, then merged with the NFL. Yeah. But they said that the AFC then, the the American Football Conference, that they would be killed by any NFL team. So it was... The Jets were a 16-point underdog, 17-point underdog. And Joe wow. Willie at the Fountain Blue Pool. It, the game was in Miami at the Orange Bowl.
0: Which is where they filmed the bodyguard, the Fountain Blue. Yes. A bunch of the famous scenes. We'll get there into the go. bodyguard. You were in the bodyguard. There the musical. you go. Anyway, keep going.
1: They did a lot at the Fountain Blue. <laughs> yeah. Sinatra loved the Fountain Blue, too. And Jackie Gleason. Right. So... Uh, Anyway, he on the Friday before the Super Bowl he said I guarantee victory for the Jets and now when people say in sports they pull I, I guarantee i guarantee it it's always they say they're pulling a joe namath
0: okay so that's the
1: reference okay where, i mean your people he, are no. younger and you know you you know i'm older than time but uh no
0: you're not so no, you're but, pulling a joe namath means you're calling a victory
1: that's right in a that's Super correct Bowl. he was the right.
0: highest paid football player at the time
1: yes he was thank god
0: the kardashians weren't around then there They you would go have right the jets
1: right right it's like you know <laughs> It's like they were all... Well, Joe, Joe's still around. So, but like Joe DiMaggio, another Joe, Ugh. who was the highest-played baseball player at the time, but then yeah. as he aged, he was just so embittered by hearing about the money these guys were getting. It was crazy.
0: I want to know, do you have any thoughts on Derek Jeter... And the Miami Dolphins, another Yankee meatballs for those of you that don't. You know. You mean uh, the
1: fact that he's with the Miami baseball team? The blue, yeah. the, not, the, not, not the Dolphins. Not the Dolphins, right?
0: <laughs> See, just the, enough, Alex. There I you go. Just enough. It's perfect, <laughs> I know, though. But Alex. you know,
1: I do have I do have thoughts on that okay, because he lives in know. Tampa. Yeah. He has like a twenty-eight thousand square foot home he built in Tampa to his likings. I mean,
0: that's like a. Hotel. The Yankees
1: are in Tampa, though. I'm saying, like, so he should be involved either with the Tampa baseball team uh-huh. or with the Yankees, in my opinion. Okay. But that'll come around, I feel. You so do. what do you think? Yeah. You think
0: that's going to be okay? Absolutely. You're yeah. giving us hope. I just uh, want to see it do well. I'm oh, there's hope, my dear. Don't worry. You'll
1: be all right.
0: <laughs> It'll be okay. He has a new baby. He's got a supportive family. <laughs>
1: they, yeah, no, right. He's worried about, you know, making his mortgage payment, I heard.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, do you play fantasy football at all?
1: I do not. That's another thing. It's like my friends are obsessed with the draft the bullshit. It's all you starting know, right now. It's all, it's it's crazy, yeah, no, but I'm not involved in that. It's I just see, too much for me.
0: It's too much?
1: Yeah. I could see I you know.
0: hosting like a show about it. You know, fun right, of everyone. why
1: not, right, you know. <laughs>
0: well, I guess you're not going to give us uh, advice on our fantasy football draft.
1: There Do you, you have go. anyone
0: that you think is going to be good this year? Any players that are Well,
1: it's going to be interesting to see a lot. I mean, you know what? I say go with the classics. Tom Brady, I think, might have another banner year at 41. Is that insane or what?
0: Well, yes, it makes me happy. I right. think it's great that he's older and still going.
1: Actually, I think your team's got that nice uh, running back. I heard he's a monster. Yeah. I, I know people. So
0: we just lost to the Browns, but it wasn't like our. It does, it's, all bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Come, on, Come on, it
1: doesn't matter until September.
0: Yeah. You all know. right, guys, and that was just enough with Jacqueline. Just enough. <laughs> all right. We're talking you. Your jersey is New Jersey. You think? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we know. That's where you are born. Were you born in Hoboken? I I was born in
1: Jersey Jersey City.
0: Okay. That's what I thought. But I
1: lived in Hoboken my whole life until I uh, got married. Got married later in life.
0: All right. Can we tell the meatballs some marriage advice? How did you meet the wife?
1: Well, this is another, this is going to sound crazy, but my wife's uncle was a dear friend of mine growing up. His older sister his oldest sister he had three older sisters. Uh-huh. His older sister had two beautiful girls and I always said I'd have to wait till they were legally old enough to date so I could go out with them. The irony is mm-hmm. I wind up going out with now my wife hasn't one older sister who's a year older than her, sixteen months or eleven months older. I wound up with my wife and um, I couldn't be happier. She's the best. You know,
0: guys, you heard it here first. She's true the best, exists. but uh,
1: I waited it out, though. So, it, so patience. I waited it out till she's 14 years my minor.
0: That's smart, right there. That's- there you go. Well,
1: I'm going to need someone to change my diapers. <laughs> my friends like to joke that we met at her christening, but I'm um, bummed. But um, that is not true. But we do have video of me and her dancing at her aunt's wedding. And me pulling an old Tessio from The Godfather with her putting her feet on top of my feet.
0: Oh, well, that's adorable. You know?
1: Wow. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Okay. So but anyway. it can work. Being married to an actor is possible.
1: Well, it's possible as long as you don't marry an actress. Okay. You know. So
0: both like that cancels it that's out. It. That's, that's it. That's it.
1: It's done. You need it's one over.
0: shiny toy object in the relationship.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well,
0: I feel like actually your wife is probably the shiny toy object, but you need one person well, that's an
1: you got that right.
0: extrovert and then one. Yes.
1: And yeah. it's, it's totally the yin and yang. I mean, she's totally grounded. She grounds me. Okay. I love her. I've even gone vegan for her like six months. I made vegetable lasagna with even with cheese substitute. I don't know. All this bullshit. Oh, God. It doesn't last long usually. I always try to get her back to eat meat, you yeah. know. but uh, Was she
0: vegan when you met her? It,
1: it's all right. She was on and off always. Okay. You know, she and she's been, she'll eat fish, okay, you know, but she, like she's, you know. We watched all the food documentaries. Trust me. About I, the, I
0: don't want to watch them
1: about the chickens <laughs> no. and the, the slaughterhouses and oh, uh, the fish farms. And trust me, you don't. Mind, after you watch those shows, you don't want to eat shit. So, really? Seriously. So
0: the cauliflower pizza was very on brand with Absolutely.
1: you. Right Absolutely. <laughs> At least you'll have a little cauliflower.
0: It's so hard though because meatballs. I don't know about you. The first like year of dating is so much going out to dinner. And the drinking. And drinking.
1: Absolutely. And all of that. Absolutely. So if
0: you really can get through it as vegans and eat Actually,
1: I want to give a plug to, I love Zankow chicken here in L.A. Oh, do I love the chicken, and they're Armenian. My wife's part Armenian, so that's Um, why I like to go there. She's
0: probably really hot.
1: You know, she's uh, a quarter Armenian, you know. Okay. She doesn't have, you know, the mustache, beard.
0: Perfect. That
1: grows in (laughs) as the Armenians grow older, but uh, no, she's beautiful, my wife. Beautiful.
0: Well, what's her name? Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. We have to meet the next time I'm on the East Coast.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, okay. So, you grew up in Jersey.
1: Grew up in Jersey. Uh, I could pull one from, work. my way through the charms of qualms of a life. Uh, like I said, my first trip to Italy, eight years old. My cousin was in medical school. I always had that in the back of my head. Went to St. Peter's Prep, Jersey City, good high school, class president, senior year, oh. president of the Italian club. Of course. Wound up going to NYU undergrad for two years what only. What did you
0: study at NYU? Were you studying acting?
1: No, no, pre med. Premed. pre-med oh, okay. because then I went to medical school. Then you
0: went to medical school.
1: Went to Bologna as this old doctor Crico from Hoboken graduated Bologna Medical School in nineteen forty. Oh. He was around had twelve kids. Uh-huh. Six boys, six girls, no twins. And he said to me, Boy, you go over, go over to Italy, go to Bologna. He goes, I want you to enjoy yourself. He goes, those were the best years of my life. Oh, wow. And you know what? I agree to him to a degree. Really? It was great over there, yeah. Right. It, listen, the thing is, like, you live in Europe, and be it Italy, France, Germany, England, they all have, the Europeans have a mentality, mm-hmm. even if their cultures could be very different, be it English or Italian or Spanish or Greek, but their mentality is the same. If you know what I'm saying, you get a different take on things. Like you know?
0: how? give us an example.
1: I don't. I mean, just like certain things. Well, I mean, forget about the bullshit. They sleep in the afternoon. Yeah, which cause now that's gone almost. Yeah. However, but you know the old the old adages like they they live they like they they don't work, they don't work to live they work you know they work. What is it? Work to live or live to work? Yeah. You know, they'll just get by. If they're getting by, I mean, you know, of course, you know, they're happy. I mean, they're thinner. I mean, you know, we have a country of fat natural. slobs over here. Well, I mean, it's you all know. the
0: steroids and the hormones. I mean, you're foods. out here
1: in La La Land now, so of course, everyone, if you don't look good, you're really an anomaly.
0: It's, I mean, I'm not going to lie, guys. I have to thank the city of Los Angeles for preserving me.
1: There you go. <laughs> right. Maybe I need to spend a little more time here.
0: My brother just came back. He was traveling all over, and he was like, people look weathered. At other airports <laughs> it's like yeah, no right, it's different and, well,
1: people have a different weathering here, you yeah. know, it depends on how good their plastic surgeon is,
0: I know, exactly. you know
1: so whatever, but yeah. um no well, they I, but they just get it, I don't know, they get it more, and I don't know, like, I don't know why, and my wife knows I have to go to Italy at least once a year, mm-hmm. and it just keeps me it it grounds me or charges my batteries up, okay. And it's like you go there and you have a salad and a tomato tastes like a fucking tomato tastes <laughs> like and here nothing tastes the same. There's anymore. no flavors. And that's there's no flavors in anything. Yeah, it's real it's bad. just tragic. You know, I mean, it's seriously.
0: I just want to go to Italy next week now.
1: There you go. You were in well, Italy. Well, with you got my parents, conne- that's right. You? <laughs> you got connections. I heard, you know, some people in the cheese business. I heard you could make it happen for yourself.
0: Apparently, that's right. I've been right. begging to go for the past that's decade. That's right.
1: listen. <laughs> If you do go, mm-hmm. and I haven't been to this place, but I just saw it on a food show. Actually, somebody feed Phil Phil Rosenthal, the creator of uh, when we they go to Modena, mm-hmm. the uh, Osteria Francescana.
0: Okay, what did they eat there? That's how I remember the place. It's like they go. no,
1: but everything. It seems like the guy, the cook, and his wife own his place, and they. But everything's concentrated down. So uh-huh. if you're into like the big family style meal, forget it. However. They concentrate like a fucking bushel of tomatoes into one little fucking teaspoon. And they go, try this. And you taste it, and you go, this tastes like a bushel of tomatoes. Like, it's supposedly so fucking good. I'm- I got to go there.
0: Yes, you do.
1: And the prefixed menu, I'm going to have to, your father's going to have to pick up the tab. I know. <laughs> Phil, Marfugi, it's a, thank you, Phil. You didn't have to do this. No. Um, it's like, the, the prefixed is like 800 euros oh, wow. with the wine coupling. Oh. But I will get there. It's I'm aggressive. telling you. Osteria Francescana. We're so. putting
0: it out in the universe. Good vibes. We're out.
1: Out. <laughs> go.
0: It's so funny. We, I love that show. When we went to New Orleans, we hit up every place he went in New Orleans.
1: Oh, okay. And it was
0: like a whole other side of traveling. I, di-
1: I didn't see the, uh, the New Orleans uh, a one. good one. But, uh, do they go to Muriel's on Jackson Square with the seance room upstairs no. and the ghost? Table. Can
0: you tell us about that? We oh, love New Orleans. My
1: wife's favorite and um, my favorite place, Muriel's? Muriel's in Jackson Square. Okay. The guy who owned it then supposed there were ghosts there. It was a fire. It burnt down. He rebuilt it. He was a slave owner. Okay. Died on the property. Supposedly he haunts it. But anyway, you go in. It's like that impeccable southern, you know, real New Orleans Creole menu, but like also the service. They're all dressed up, the waitstaff. Nice. Just a great meal there. I love it. Yeah, no, Muriel's. you got to check that out. All right, for hot sure. tip,
0: guys, Muriel's.
1: Muriel's, and also what, the uh, Blacksmith Shop. What is it? Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop, the I bar. I have been there either. Oldest oh, bar wait, yes, on there. bourbon. Yes. If you go there, folks, ask for Kelly McDonald, from worked in Hoboken. Oh. Dear friend of mine. That's awesome. Kelly, she'll give you a nice purple frozen drink for free.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Made with Everclear.
0: I feel like we should tell the meatballs how we met, because this probably seems kind of random to them.
1: Right. Well, I... Um, Alex knew, scared
0: the shit out of me.
1: I knew Jackie's father, and I walk... I'm in town in L.A. last year doing The Bodyguard, the musical at the Pantages Theater, and... <clears throat> We actually had a party at your bar that you worked in Mm -hmm. as a bartender, but you weren't there that night, I believe. Mm -mm. Anyway, we had a big party and there were people there from the movie. Lawrence Kasdan was there. The guy wrote The Bodyguard and Star Wars and a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, so now I wind up going back there on a Saturday night and the owner loved us, the people from the show and all that bullshit. He befriended us. And he introduced me to Jackie and all of a sudden I knew that my friend Phil had a daughter in LA and I had and seen I her. And they look
0: like him with long hair.
1: And I saw her uh video, her bitches in Weho video. Look at you. So uh so I'm like, I'm gonna blow this girl's mind. So I go to a You're from Jersey. Your father's in the cheese business. She's like, How do you know this? How do you know this? She was in tears. I I go, Your father is big with Auricio, the biggest cheese. You're an idiot. Alberto Arricchio is your father's dear friend. She goes, how do you
0: know? It was I literally felt like I was like looking at like a dead family member of mine, or being punked. I was like, where's Ashton Kutcher? I'm looking at my manager, like, you don't know half of this about me. What do you do? I was crying.
1: It was, it was crazy. It was the
0: best like I don't not prank, but prank. No, right. Yeah. But yeah. it was like I Ugh.
1: blew her mind, man. God. And actually then I even had a picture of her father. On my phone Yes <laughs> then I showed her like, Did Mina. he
0: send you here To spy yeah. on me
1: Right How funny <gasps> was that oh, And oh, you were that so
0: generous the, I think it was The next night I got to just go see you Right and- That
1: was our last night Actually yeah. in LA I believe yeah. And we made
0: it happen That's what Jersey people do though That's right We make shit happen That's right And we we hold to our words And you were I cried like four times During that musical It was such a good Deborah Cox was Deborah the lead Cox
1: Great Yeah she has a great following She's a great person too We'll oh, say that. We oh, i like that? to know that. Unlike some other people in the uh, cast, but I we'll leave that. It, wait, no,
0: no. No, no. no, no one's it's all listening. good. It's, it's fine.
1: all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's how we met Meatballs. I want to know how you went from being a doctor or in school in Bologna to the actor, Alex.
1: I was working in Newark, as I said, with a group. I was the youngest guy in the group. They were like really... I didn't realize it at the time, but I was, like, set up to be the fall guy if shit went bad with a bad case or whatever. But, again, I was the youngest doctor in the group. Okay. Anyway, long story short, and this is completely true, I'm in New York one night. You know, I'm in New York, like, walking in the Times Square area, and a guy goes, hey... You got a great, like, you an actor, you're great look. I got a part for you in a movie. You want to be in a movie with Robert De Niro? I'm like, yeah, right. And I want to buy the Brooklyn Bridge, too. What am I, a fucking moron, you know? So anyway, he winds up giving me card, and he's casting Analyze This. So I wanted to. I didn't have a headshot. I didn't have anything. I wasn't into I was a doctor. Yeah. I went and got a headshot done. Uh-huh. I got the headshot. My friend gave me, like, made a bogus resume for me. Anyway, I go. I meet with them. I get a part and analyze this, but the I meet Billy Crystal, Harold Ramis, the director, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And then I meet De Niro. And then De Niro goes to Harold Ramis that I was too tall that I made him look too tiny. What? I don't know if you remember the movie. He, has two, he had Jelly, the older bodyguard. Yeah. Everybody remembers Jelly, rest in peace, Joe Vitarelli. Yeah. And Richie Boots, which was played by this guy, Richie Castellano. <laughs> Which was the part they wanted me to do? Okay, but De Niro said I I was too big. How tall big. is
0: he? Is he not that well, tall? He's
1: like five eight. I mean, oh, okay. you know, I'm like six four. There's something I mean.
0: about him that always reminded me of my dad. Is that a, a well? That's thing? a real stretch. I is think. it a stretch? Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, yes, it is. Okay, yeah, All I'm right. sorry, but no, no, don't
0: apologize. I need to. I like to know these. Your things. Your
1: father, yeah, you know, hey, your father's still got a nice head of hair. Got to respect that. There you go. You has yeah, got
0: good hair. Anyway, uh, okay. So you didn't get cast Any- in this,
1: no. But so now I had my friend George Palermo, who was on day. He was on a, a soap opera on ABC. He was on Loving then the City. Okay. Owned the Barn, Hoboken. My childhood friend lived around the corner from me in Hoboken, and he got discovered doing like this off Broadway show, and with Vinnie Pastore actually oh, was okay. in the show, and they both auditioned for the same- Sopranos the same day. He auditioned for the Imperi- uh, Imperioli Michael? role. My friend, yeah, mm-hmm. Christopher, and uh, he didn't get it, but and then. They called Vinny that same night that he auditioned and told him he got the part. Little did they know it was going to turn into The Sopranos or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm they saying? They all whatever.
0: talk about how they thought it was a musical show about like actual right. singers. about
1: singers, about Sopranos or yeah. whatever. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what everybody thought at yeah. the time, right? I remember I auditioned for um, Fiorio's part. What? And they wanted a, a part. Well, think about it, though. They wanted a guy, they said, who was fluent in Italian, uh-huh. spoke Italian. So I pictured it as a Don Fenucci from Godfather 2. I wore a white suit, and I brought a dozen cannolis to the audition, and I didn't say a word in English. I just spoke in Italian. What? You know, but again, Federico's a friend of mine. I think he did a great job with the part. Yeah. I see completely as he did it. But I brought, the way I in pictured the part mm-hmm. was as a Don Fenucci type. Wow. You know, so that's an interesting story.
0: Very creative of you. Very there you go. Very outside the well, box. You,
1: gotta, some, you know, and sometimes these casting people, they don't, like, don't they realize that you could, you know, they could, like, change your hair, you know, do something. I mean, like, sometimes when they're so narrow-minded, like, let's say, if they see so you go in your audition for a pizza maker, then you know, if you don't, you know, now, you know, if you bring me the, uh, the apron... Put a little flower on you, I mean you know do whatever so you
0: do recommend I, that to actors to like I do, really... I do
1: I do because I just feel sometimes and sometimes they 'll have an apron for you to put on, but sometimes they don 't so it 's better to bring your own apron okay and uh, Do you
0: ask permission, do you say, do you want me to put this on, or do you just go in well sometimes
1: i 'll go you 'll go in with it on, or they 'll tell you to take it off, but sometimes they like it, you know yeah, sometimes you know like I mean even like they say you 're a guy is sleazy thing i just uh auditioned for recently like even for um what's the show with uh james franco now the deuce yes yeah sleazy strip club owner mm-hmm. so i'll go in like i won't wash my hair like for three days literally i'll, I'll even put a little grease make mm-hmm. my hair look greasier it's very even, in right now. Even put a little <laughs> whatever I mean, or a, I'll just go in as I naturally do. I didn't have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, but wear like something like a, a like a, like a dirty sports jacket or something. Okay, you know what I'm and saying? Like, like something that, that doesn't look good.
0: That probably helps you too, right? Just to feel that part a little more. I in don't your know. Bones. It
1: helps me, yeah. And yeah. sometimes, like you, you like a good prop in your hand. I mean,
0: it grounds you. I find.
1: I. um... The, and these names will remain anonymous. Okay. But uh, I had a friend now who, I you know, directed a few movies. And then he called me and he goes, I want you to come and audition for a part. And the part was as a detective. And I said, all right, well, send me the uh, sides and shit. Mm-hmm. They send it to me. He's got me one line freeze. Like pointing a gun... And saying freeze. Okay, I was a little insulted, you know. And now this is another thing about the business too. You think like after you have a fucking resume mm-hmm. or you do X amount. I'm like Johnny Drama, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically like a. My brother calls me Johnny Drama, so I'll go with it. He's no Vince, but you know. Yeah. But they call me Johnny Drama, so my friends from Hoboken. <laughs> but it's true. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. So I went to the audition in New York. I brought a real gun, nine millimeter. And I point a freeze. And the two girls, the casting assistant, whatever, they're, they're shitting in their pants. And the girl goes to me, is that a real? No bullets, just a real gun. Yeah. And she goes, is that a real? I said, yes. Then the guy called me back that afternoon. Uh-huh. And he's like, you brought a real gun to the audition? I go, yeah, you motherfucker. You made me audition for one fucking line. Freeze, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's a true story.
0: So you got the part, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So when can we see this? Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's crazy. Okay, so your friend was doing Off-Broadway. He got discovered. Right. So anyway, he has another
1: Off-Broadway show. Okay. And ironically, now think about This is like 1999. Uh Right when The Sopranos is, right before The Sopranos hit. Like a hit. But our show, written about mob guys who want to be actors <laughs> and how we and lines from the show are like, oh, if Travolta and Bruce Willis could play hard guys and why can't we? we like we're, we're, the we're the real deal, yeah. which, you know, which is really the real deal. So I read the thing and I said, I'll get the money to produce this show, provided I play one of the lead brothers. Mm-hmm. It was about three brothers. Their father was a legend on Mulberry Street. We try to rob our own crime family to finance our independent film that we're going to make.
0: Sounds like a Soprano story. You know, like. No, right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> this, this was before the Sopranos. Anyway, we do the show at the Producers Club mm-hmm. on 44th Street. Oh,
0: that's a great place.
1: Above the old improv, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You, com- you comedians know it's that. Comedians. You got to be Shecky Green to remember You know, right. Shecky Green's still alive, 94. Just really? bought a car from my friend in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know a guy everywhere. That's
1: right. But um, anyway, we did this show. Like a week later, I had an agent. And a month later, I did a national commercial. Oh, okay. And I was on my way. And then I went and a gave notice.
0: A you just did a national commercial? That's, I'm
1: telling you, I moved yes. it. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. You just
0: went for it. How do you just go for it, though? Like, how did you know you what know to what? do? You know what? You got
1: to have balls, too. You got to put your balls on the line. Now, but it's a very... Slippery Slope. Like, people always say to me, like, why aren't you in more stuff? Why aren't you? You have a great resume. You do this. you just
0: did 17 the, episodes of Gotham?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, as uh, Gabe, that. the Penguin's Hedgeman. Again, people love, love that show, too. I mean, you, certain things you have a following with, like I said. Even my movie Dinner Rush. Foodies know that movie, mm. even though it's from 2001.
0: I need to see that.
1: Problem was, you know, when our, our opening day was supposed to be 9-11. That's why, like, you know, that was when our premiere was. That
0: got swept under.
1: Right. And then it was, you know, nobody was going to movies back then. No. And then it opened like three weeks later, and then it just, you know, it was an independent film. It fell through the cracks. However, people still love Dinner Rush. Danny IL. You could buy it for like $4 on Amazon, so. Perfect. There you go. You're so all you set. you were just,
0: you were hustling.
1: You got to hustle, man. Uh, did it was you all ask about for help? Hustle.
0: Because I think that's something, and not just in acting. I and, think in a lot of business, right. people are scared to ask for things because they don't want to bother anyone. No,
1: but listen, I'm out here now like looking for these auditions and stuff. I mean, I'm calling everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew an editor a friend of my wife's husband's an editor and I called him yesterday uh-huh. you never know what he's waiting he says he's got voiceover work for me so whatever that's great you know he says he's working on documentaries now whatever but you know you it's I get more work absolutely more work through my connections than through the agents okay I'm just telling you so you have to people say well how can I get work where do I go listen you can hang out in any coffee bean or Starbucks in this fucking town And go up they did it. They set up years ago on the corner of Sunset and Vine, they set up a guy with a mic Mm -hmm. and a camera and he asked everybody walking by, how's your screenplay going? (laughs) And it's like fucking nine out of ten of them had a fucking answer. And they're like, Oh, you know my work, you know me? It's fucking that's the way this town is I mean if
0: you don't have a screenplay in the works, are you even alive in LA?
1: right. Exactly. (laughs) Or or or, you know, right, exactly. (laughs) You know. It's the way it is out here. That's the difference between here and New York, though, too. Because here, really, everyone is or is trying to be in some degree of the business. Whereas in New York, we do other things. Mm -hmm. We know sports. You do know sports. There you go.
0: Here, it's like, what's cool? What do we like now? Right.
1: What do we have to follow now? (laughs) What? We saw the fucking... The guy, the Vanderpump guy last night.
0: Oh, which one?
1: I don't know. Oh, he looked horrible. He was walking slow. He was getting out of a fucking Bentley. I'm like, I should have just gave him a kick in the back and put him out of his fucking oh, misery. No.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. Lisa's husband? Right,
1: yes. My yeah. friend... I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. Man. My friend said that's a Vanderpump. I go, oh, my God.
0: We've had a few of the Vanderpump people on here. They've all been great on the podcast. They look
1: like they should be in the Museum of Natural History. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Ken. That's his name. Oh, Ken. Whatever. You can afford work come on yeah. ken all right how did you okay so you're auditioning you booked the national are you still doing medical work on oh the no side? no
1: yeah no well again all your degenerate friends want to know Hank, can you sell right scripts yeah what the fuck is that about thank mm-hmm. god i i don't have an addictive personality i uh-huh. mean seriously i have friends who've struggled with addiction uh, you know to drugs to women to gambling, horrible gambling, you know. Yeah. But um thank God I don't have that. But no, you know, I'm not invited. I turned my back on the medical profession. Trust me, I was disillusioned. As my one friend who's a doctor who I went to high school with, he always says, Al was disillusioned oh with the medical profession. And it's just bullshit. Whatever. What's your sign? taurus oh, okay. april 24th
0: i was gonna say are you a gemini <laughs> my
1: wife's a gemini oh
0: when's her birthday
1: june 12th
0: um june 14th
1: there you go yeah close by yeah
0: we get over is it that flag quickly. day
1: when's flag day <laughs>
0: only how do you know this only God people born... america i know <laughs> i don't think people celebrated this year um <laughs> only people born on june 14th i feel like no flag day is
1: that right that's really See that? funny come on it's great and a day before, a day after St. Anthony, June thirteenth.
0: Oh, you're right. Big, Look at
1: that, big in the Italian American community.
0: Yes. So you you're auditioning, you're doing everything. What was the first big break that you had? Was it the national commercial?
1: Well, that was, I mean, that was, that great, was great, obviously, money. but, you know, and, and people saw it and it ran during Monday Night Football and the World Series. What commercial so. was it? It was for Vitaminshop.com. Okay. Filmed in Hoboken, ironically, four Y'all, blocks from my house. All goes you back to Hoboken. You can't make this shit up. Yeah. Filmed in the Cafe Elysian. Heaven, you know?
0: Heller, Hoboken, guys. That's it. I'm <laughs> telling
1: you. And uh, Vitaminshop.com, that was the big .com. Think about it. It was like 1999. Oh, yeah. Right. So every dot com was advertising and sure I saw your commercial. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I'll show you some other ones later, some good well, ones.
0: Well, you're very, you're well known for the Geico commercial.
1: Correct. That you did. Which last, right, last, last year. Last year. Can you tell
0: the meatballs what you did in that commercial? I just feel like that was. Yeah,
1: no, I was in the back of a car again. It was always a mob. You know, the irony is I graduated medical school, but I'm never called to play a doctor. I did play a high school football team doctor in a movie. <laughs>
0: they exist.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> some do, but. uh, But, um you know I'm in mean, the Geico commercial the guy owes us money we, he's in the back seat of the car with me he looks he owes us money he's got a briefcase he's got to give us we rip the fake mustache off him we think he's wearing a wire you know people know that commercial yeah me. I love that commercial we shot that in Brooklyn actually oh okay yeah
0: what's your favorite pizza place in Brooklyn
1: Tatunos, I guess. Tatunos. The Tatunos, the the uh, yeah. i never. Yeah. You know Grimaldi's, I guess? Yes,
0: I know Grimaldi's. There's,
1: a Grimo- There's two Grimaldi's in Hoboken. You know that?
0: No, I did not. Oh, well, now,
1: You learn something new every day. Look at you, you mm-hmm. Jersey
0: folk. That's awesome. Yeah. So then I want to know you bounce back and forth commercials, TV, film, Broadway. Like, are you just, are you just hustling I'm all over? I'm a triple threat. You're a triple threat. There a it a triple
1: is. threat. You should see me do my tap my tap game. Forget it. You tap dance? Gregory Hines got nothing. I mean, no, I'm just oh, fucking with you. Come I
0: on. love tap dancing. <laughs> I got really excited. Love Damn it. Damn it. I good. used to be a tap dancer.
1: Mr. Bojangles. Yeah,
0: I'll teach you a time step. One there you more go. Right.
1: Um,
0: I want to know what it's like doing a Broadway show because, I mean... That's exhausting. It's so many shows. It is
1: exhausting. We did 439 shows God. in a year and a half. We did 44 cities, 26 states. So it was like, and usually a week in each city except for the biggest cities like L.A., Chicago. Uh-huh. We opened actually in Jersey at the paper mill. Uh the Paypal so, Playhouse. That's right. That's awesome. Oh, did sorry. five weeks there.
0: You did five weeks there?
1: Yes. Wow. So uh, Five what, weeks.
0: Wood city had the best crowds?
1: Actually, I'll say Philadelphia, right off the top of my head, had some crazy, raucous crowds that loved the show, really let you know about it after the show, too. Really? I'm going to say Philly, like I said, right off the top of my head. Oh. LA wasn't bad, actually. And um, Yeah,
0: I feel like you were really embraced here
1: uh deborah cox though has a following which we learned and she does a lot of work with the uh lbgt community oh yeah and um and no she has a following and she goes all over the world i mean she was just in israel doing a concert in in, uh portugal and spain so she gets around
0: um a lot of like diehard whitney houston fans that like couldn't keep it together
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, well I mean, again, now, you know, well, the thing is, you know, you really can't see the audience yeah. until I can't, you know, you can't see the audience for most of the show. But, you know, you come out and then, like, sometimes I'd get, un- you know, I'd be waiting, had people we- waiting to meet me or whatever. Uh-huh. I love meeting the-, the Frolic Room here in LA, oh, my the place. Great. Went there every night. I that love that place. It. The best dive bar in LA, it the really Frolic is. Room.
0: It's so good.
1: Joel. My boy.
0: Joel's your boy. Joel, the bartender. We'll I send this to Joel. You
1: know? And um, where was I go? No, but, yeah, no, definitely Whitney fans and yeah. and, and people, you know. You all feel like all you're over.
0: watching her through Absolutely.
1: The show. I mean, and it was a tall order for Deborah Cox because she had to sing like, you know.
0: And she pulled it off, 18
1: man. songs or whatever every night. I mean, you know, you have to have some pipes for that.
0: no. So much respect, so after that ended, when did Gotham come along and tell us some Gotham? Well, no, story? I actually
1: had Gotham was going on oh, simultaneously okay. I didn't know that. actually Gotham I was on for three years, so mm-hmm. Gotham went back to like i guess August of fifteen, and then I was involved in Gotham until um not 18, but until 17, 15, 16, 17, maybe, yeah. Okay. So, and then the the bodyguard tour started in October of 16. Uh-huh. So, I was doing, I had a deal with the bodyguard that if I had to go shoot, they'd let me go. And a couple of times I had to leave. And I missed, you know, so th- these, these are the best. That's a great I, I actually problem had, I had the trifecta of acting. Uh-huh. I was in a show. On a TV show mm-hmm. and had a Geico commercial running.
0: Oh my god. Gold. No
1: one else in that show could say that, I'll tell you that. Look
0: at you. Yeah. What's next for Alex Carato? Alex Carrado is looking
1: <laughs> to be a series regular on some great show. Okay. I need to get picked up. I want like, you know, a three year run. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, I'll be going to Osteria Francescana in Modena <laughs> every night. You know? Do
0: you think Phil like I feel like you never see him be like Huh, and like spit something out and not like something. Phil Rosenthal? Yeah, when he somebody feeds Phil. loves his food. I, I feel like there has to be certain things he takes. Maybe they just cut it out if he really doesn't like something.
1: He was in, uh, well, didn't he? He was in Vietnam, right? <laughs> he ran into somebody in Vietnam. I haven't and seen that one. Was eating some rodent or something.
0: Oh, that's so disgusting. Okay, yeah, all right. Hear you. Where do you see yourself in five years? Just on a series, or what? Are, what are yeah, we? Yeah, I mean,
1: listen, I'd love to be on a series. That would be uh, that would be ideal. I feel okay. you know, a, a, a series filming in New York. And do you know that, Jacqueline? Do you know this fact? What? This year is the first year in since Hollywood mm-hmm. that there's more shows being shot in New York than L.A. this year.
0: That's bad that I hear that because I really want to move to
1: New But I'm bummed. <laughs> well, you're gonna come back to your roots, girl. I
0: know. Come uh, back to your roots. God. Well, before we go, I have the Emmy nominees. Since you have been on many TV shows, I want to know what your predictions wow.
1: are. Wow, and a lot of these shows, like that, unfortunately, run on like Amazon. Or yeah, they're you all even over. heard of.
0: Them, right? I know. Well, there's a list of there's best drama, best comedy, and then you could just go through some of the actors.
1: Okay, let's see. We have. Yeah. Um, I guess this is outstanding drama
0: series-hmm
1: I was just with the guy who did the Americans, the creator yesterday. I had oh, lunch with him f- yeah
0: okay, well, that could be your next series How, how could that be right? <laughs> That's Actually, amazing. this is
1: the last year unfortunately I believe Oh yeah, of you're the right. Americans, right. yeah, oh, so man. I'm out of oh, luck there. To
0: create a new show for you
1: exactly. How about that? People love this is us. never saw it i'm gonna go with stranger things here what do you think oh look at you why not winona so- <laughs> love a comeback
0: <laughs> winona forever okay come now on comedy. i'll
1: meet you, barnies <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so we got stranger things that's a predict comedy wise
1: comedy well I, i'm out here meeting with some people from barry so i have to say barry
0: I love Barry Welcome to
1: audition For Miss Meisel though So I know
0: Good luck Guys So between, between good vibes, those two Thank those, you Barry or Miss Meisel I picked Glow I'm obsessed with Glow If anyone from Glow is listening I want to be on the show You need me Is that
1: the gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling Yes
0: oh. Oh, So good That's
1: very real That's I know That's very real that show It really is <laughs> Right It's so good It's crazy How, Did you
0: like the comic That was just shitting On hot female comedians Last night
1: <laughs> yeah, no. She's funny. She was really funny. She was. She, was, she, was, she was just
0: like hating on it. It was. Yep. It was Nicole Amy Schreimer, She was really funny though. There was two hot yeah, no, girls no, right. sitting in the front row, and she literally looked at them and she was like, "Are you guys no, that, that was funny. right? That was great. That was great. You know. I think you can be hot and you can still be funny.
1: Absolutely. Uh, this kid uh, who played and did a great job in this. What, which one? Limited that? series. The assassination of Casace.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, no, he was great now. Even though I love Picasso. Yeah. I didn't see Banderas as Picasso though. I
0: didn't see it either. I know
1: a lot about uh, Pablo Picasso though. Okay. You know? Anyway, Cumberbatch is a great. I haven't seen any of that Patrick Melrose either. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with that kid.
0: I'm the, excited for the Emmys because the Michael Andrew- Che and uh Colin Jost are hosting it yeah, from right, Saturday Night, so Night Live.
1: Not exactly my favorites, but not we'll leave your it favorites? at that oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Throw in some can't, shade. Can't, can't,
1: can't love everybody, man. <laughs> That's okay. These guys are very fucking into themselves.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you were dating Scarlett Johansson, wouldn't you But be? I'm bumped,
1: Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> Michael Che, I think, is really funny. I like him. I think they play off well.
1: actress. Did I see any of these? I know. Some of I them. I don't think I saw one of these. It's a so, lot. Just on uh, name recognition alone... I narrowed it down to Edie Falco and Jessica Biel, but I will go with Jessica Biel there. How's that? The
0: sinner. Good, good show. Slow moving, but a good show. Yeah. All right. And I didn't see the Menendez brothers. I love Edie Falco, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Edie. Yeah. Just Mm because I love her Like I can't go against Again
1: uh, Lead in a comedy series I have to go with Bill Hader maybe Because again I mean I I love uh, Larry David though Yeah And I do love William H. Macy and Shameless He's so good He's so good That's a show It's like crazy It's in the writing Mm -hmm. You know I mean so Ted Danson's Gotta hang it up (laughs) Hang up the fucking Toupee Ted It's time (laughs) Don't you have enough Fucking money Seriously.
0: Maybe he loves it. Yeah,
1: no, come on, man. You know, you start you you know, you start looking like that walking corpse. It's time to give it up. Oh no. You know?
0: I think if it makes you happy you keep doing it. All
1: right. All right. Lead in a drama series.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. They they say to keep your show on, you have to get um nominations, right? Now I've never seen This Is Us and and I don't think I will ever watch it either. Really? I just don't. I, I can't. My wife loves it, though. I will say that. Westworld, the reboot. I mean, enough. I'm going to go with my boy here, Jason Bateman, for Ozark, which so I good. did see.
0: So good. I
1: did see right? that. I lo- Didn't
0: I expect it. that from I, Bateman. I, I'm
1: waiting for more. I
0: know. Everyone's waiting. obsessed with the Ozark right now.
1: Yes. Why not? This right? is
0: us. I feel like Mandy Moore actually got robbed this year. She wasn't nominated for an Emmy, and I feel like she deserved an Emmy. Just for even her reaction to Jack being dead.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I understand.
0: And we'll end on the ladies.
1: And again, I don't think I've seen one of these shows, I'm happy to say. And I'm gonna go with um maybe with the girl from Miss Meisel. How's that?
0: I like that. Well, that'll be your co star soon. Right, so, exactly. You That's, know, we, I'm we happy with that. Vote for her.
1: <laughs> Women in a drama series.
0: <clears throat> Last but not least, drama.
1: Save the drama. I think Elizabeth Moss
0: is going to win. Right, Handmaid's Tale.
1: Yeah, I want to watch that. I haven't watched it. I know. I'm going to go with that. Though I'll go with that. We'll go with that. that? I was going to go
0: Carrie Russell for the Americans. And I'll
1: skip the children's program. Yeah, we don't have to go there. How about that? Wonderful.
0: Wow. Do you have before we have to say goodbye to you? Do you have any words of wisdom or advice for the meatballs on how to achieve your goals or dreams? Meatballs,
1: listen. It's 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 not easy. But it's also, you can't give up. You have to, but you, you have to know how to be ballsy, but not be obnoxious. And it's a very thin line Mm -hmm. between having balls and being the obnoxious person that when they see you, they run for fucking cover and you're never getting a part, you know, but it's a very thin line. I love that. That's the best I could say.
0: People want to work with people they like.
1: It's between balls and obnoxion.
0: <laughs> obnoxion. There you go. Well, thank That's you so word. much for being here.
1: Thank you, my dear. It was a pleasure.
0: Yes, you're amazing. Can you tell the meatballs how they can find you if they want to look you up?
1: Uh, yeah, you guys, well, go on my uh, IMDb page, Alex Corrado. I just got my new reel up there. Let me know what you think of that.
0: I saw it, guys it's pretty epic and, I'm not going to and trust me
1: if you really want to find me you'll find me
0: spoken like a true guy from Hoboken there you go <laughs> heaven Heller Hoboken thank you so That's much You're thank amazing. you my dear Bye, thank Mebob. you just put your paws up because you were born
1: My mama told me when I was young, we're all one superstar.